Oh, we got a big slate. We got 15 games, actually 16 games on Tuesday. One of them early, a doubleheader game one between the Dodgers and the Cubs. And we welcome you back to the Sportsline DFS podcast. Hope you had a great Monday in DFS. Let's win some money here on Tuesday. I'm Adam Azer. Heath Cummings out of town for a few days, so I'm going to fill in for him. And Mike McClure, welcome back, Mike. How you doing? Doing well. Very pumped for this uh, big slate. You know, we, we've got Coors Field. We've got some ace pitchers. we got some nice value pitching options. Uh, there are a lot of different ways you can go about building lineups on the slate tonight. We also have a brand new analyst on the show with us, a content coordinator for Scout Fantasy. We've got Jacob Gibbs from the middle of the country of Kansas City. We've got all these Kansas City guys. We had to replace Heath with Jacob. Jacob, welcome. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Sportsline DFS podcast. Yeah, thanks. I'm next to have me on. I'm uh, I'm very excited to bring the uh, the Royals love and replace Heath here. We get a we get a profit off of our Royals ineptitude again tonight because they're probably gonna get lit up by by Texas. But uh, yeah, great slate. A lot a lot of stuff to like here. I'm really excited for it. Listen, I know this isn't relevant for today's show, but for for fantasy baseball, who the heck is gonna close for them? Yeah, I have no idea. Heath and I were speculating on on Twitter. We want our, our boy Richard Lovelady to get the job eventually, but I don't know. I mean, he just has one of the best names in fantasy baseball if he yeah, does get it. That's pretty nice. I don't know if there's anybody that's going to be fantasy relevant right away, but um, we'll, we'll see. It's it's kind of a a gross situation over there. So let's get to know Jacob a little bit. Tell us about uh, how much DFS you play, how long you've been playing, and and what kind of slates you like because this is basically as big as it gets. Yeah, I've been playing for uh, about four or five years now since I was uh, since I was in college. Um, just the major sports, been doing pretty well in MLB this year, doing some some betting as well, uh, putting in all that work over there at Scout Fantasy and uh, for Sportsline as well. But yeah, well, I, I kind of prefer the smaller slates where uh, you kind of know where the ownership's going to be. Obviously, today we do know where the ownership's going to be because of the Colorado game, but um, on these ones it's kind of spread out a little bit more. But I, I am really excited for this one. There's a bunch of different options. Mike, you fired up. Fifteen games. You like this. You like this stuff, right? I mean, I lo- I've never met a daily fantasy slate that I don't like. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't I know. Prefer- I, I feel like like four game, four NBA games late in the season with all the injuries. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Yes, I've never met a daily fantasy baseball slate. Oh, okay. that there I don't. we go. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, I, I prefer the say seven to ten game range a little more than the full fifteen, but. Uh, I, you know, look, there's an opportunity to profit anytime you're playing baseball. It's such a high variance sport. Um, so yeah, I, I think that it's, uh, it's going to be a really fun slate tonight. All right. So I'm going to ask each of you for the, the general strategy for tonight's slate and just like a, a broad overview of how you're approaching it. And then we'll kind of break it down by position. We've got dong chasers picks from the three of us, Heath and Chris. Chris caught a dong last night. He was the only one. Uh, I don't want to go through the standings. I'm sure Mike's in last and I'm in second to last. But actually, Jacob's here. So, Jacob, you have zero points. You're in last place in Donk Chasers. But you get yeah, not for pick. long. <laughs> um, Mike, why don't you give us the uh, your, your, your broad look at the slate and how you're approaching it. So the first thing that you're going to see is you're going to see the, the Colorado game, obviously. You're going to see the implied run total of six and a half runs, which is far and away number one on the slate, which makes sense because they're – Get to pick on Jason Vargas, the lefty. Uh, and this Rockies team has a number of bats that hit left-handed pitching well. Uh, so really, it's going to come down to the Rockies and how much are you willing to sacrifice your starting pitching to be able to get them in there. Um, I, I think that you're going to want at least two of these right-handed Rockies in your lineup. Uh, so that's where you're going to start. And then after that, you really got to make it 
decision at pitching, whether you're going all the way down to some of the real value guys, you're going to try something in the middle, or are you going to pay up for someone like Chris Sale on the slate? Yeah, we got a lot of aces. We got, well, we got Verlander and Sale, and Barrios has basically pitched like an ace lately. Unfortunately, he has the Red Sox. Blake Snell's pitched like an ace. Unfortunately, he has the Astros. Uh, I, I feel like Clevenger's going to be popular tonight. But Jacob, why don't you give us your overview and how you're approaching the slate? Yeah, I mean, my kid on the head. People are going to be focusing on the Colorado game, um, which I think is going to be really interesting to see how the ownership does shake out for those pitchers because it's really tough if you've uh, if you fooled around with lineups at all today. It's really tough to fit in somebody like Chris Sale, even with some of the value pitchers we have. If you're trying to fit in like two, three, four Rockies, um, so I'm interested to see how how that all shakes out. I think uh, some of these value pitchers we're going to get to later might end up being pretty uh, pretty chalky, um, and that's probably where I'm going to cash. Is stacking the Rockies, getting three or four of those guys, and going with some of these these value pitchers, and then maybe a couple other stacks that we'll talk about. But I think because there's going to be so much attention paid to the Colorado game, it opens up some of these other stacks that we'll get to as as really interesting contrarian spots. I'm excited to talk about them too. Well, let's do it. Let's go right into it because I look at I, I made a lineup on FanDuel, a lineup on DraftKings just before the show, just to see kind of where my head was at, and I feel like I'm so seduced by the Rockies game that. <laughs> I wish I had more Nationals. I I like Anthony Rendon a lot tonight. He's still pretty inexpensive. But, like, I think I was deciding between Juan Soto and Ian Desmond. They're almost the same price. And I went with Desmond, and I'm wondering if I made a mistake. What other stacks do you like, Jacob, tonight? Yeah, I think Washington's the uh, the second most obvious one. I think they'll have decent ownership. Um, Not... Not overly expensive considering the matchup. I really like that spot for sure. Um, some of the more contrarian ones I'm focusing on, um, I really like the Detroit Tigers actually on FanDuel. I'm not as much into them on DraftKings just because the price points, but I think that's one that is, uh, if you're, if you want to go with a little bit more, uh, different approach, you can go with some of the, uh, Chris Sales or Verlander, whoever you prefer there. I prefer Sale and then, uh, stack the Tigers in a good, Good spot against Sal Romano, who's one of the worst uh, pitchers in the league. And then um, I also like the Angels, who I think will be will be very overlooked because they are a little bit pricey. Um, and I think if people are paying up, they're going to pay for Colorado or they're going to pay for Washington. Uh, but Los Angeles isn't a great spot here against Matt Cook, who's allowed the seventh highest average uh, exit velocity in the league, um, along with a 46.4% hard hit rate. And the Angels rank fifth in hard hit rate against righties. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about them and somebody that no one's going to be on, even if they are stacking the angels is Jose Fernandez, who obviously not the Jose Fernandez that we're all familiar with. Um, but he's hitting fifth, um, the last couple games for LA has a 39% hard hit rate against righties. I'll be in, I'll be in a uh, small sample size, but anytime you can get a lefty hitting fifth and a potentially explosive stack at near minimum price, he's, he's somebody that I'm interested in as well. All right. Good stuff. Jose Miguel Fernandez of the angels. Mike, uh, anything uh, you want to add in terms of teams you might stack? We heard about the Tigers, the Angels, the Nationals. Uh, yeah, I agree with the uh, the Angels for sure. Uh, I like the two, three, four, five stack there with Trout, Upton, Pujols, and Jose Fernandez. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that pretty reasonably on FanDuel. I mean, Trout's obviously expensive, but uh, Pujols and then Jose Fernandez is the bare minimum two thousand, so that's going to help a lot. Okay. Um, other than that, I mean, I think we have to mention the Yankees. It's not real obviously a contrarian spot at all for them, but I do like this matchup for the Yankees a lot. Uh, I, you know, they're right there in my projection model, right next to Colorado as the number one stack, number one and two stacks. Um, so I will certainly have Giancarlo and Gary Sanchez for sure in just about any spot I can get them. 
Um, and, and, you know, I know we're not talking about pitching yet, but I do like Domingo Herman a lot for the NFC. Yes, NPC sir. Market. You do, huh? Because <laughs> so. this is a pretty yes. good line. I mean, this is a good Seattle team because Herman, the, like, I look at the, I look at the mid-range pitchers. We'll get into pitchers in just a second. We'll, we'll get there in a second. Let's just talk Dom, John <laughs> Chasers right now. Chris, it, it's just so boring. I, I mean, you guys suck. All Colorado or the Mets. <laughs> Chris is going Conforto, Heath, Tom Murphy, Mike. Although, uh, is Murphy going to play? Because isn't this an Ionetta night against Vargas? I, I thought that when I saw when I saw that pick, I thought it was interesting. Oh, all right, Heath. Well, you know what? I'm not going <laughs> to. Heath would be so cutthroat; he wouldn't let me change it. So I'm not letting Heath change it. So Heath is stuck with Tom Murphy. But you fantasy uh, DFS owners probably shouldn't be. But Ionetta is pretty expensive, I believe. Uh, Nolan Arenado for Mike. Trevor Story for Jacob, and I went all contrarian with the Nationals with Anthony <laughs> Rendon, who might be the most, the least expensive of the bunch. I'm not sure, but I think uh, so. all right, good. Let's go, uh, Anthony Rendon. Get me, get me a dong tonight. All right, yeah. So, so pitching is really interesting. Let's talk about the Aces. I don't know where the cutoff is. It's probably just Verlander and Sale for the for the true Aces. They're over eleven thousand on Fanduel. They're uh, over twelve, twelve thousand seven hundred or more on DraftKings, and Verlander's got Tampa Bay. So, Mike, can you can you make a Verlander and Sale's got Minnesota on the road? Can you can you do it with Verlander and Sale? Can you pull it off? Oh yeah, I mean, look, you could certainly build lineups with them. Uh, the key, you know, on Fanduel anyway, you're definitely just going to be stacking the Detroit Tigers with them. You're going to mm-hmm. play Jose Fernandez from the Angels. Um, you know, anytime you have fifteen games, you're going to be able to play pretty much any starting pitcher because there is going to be enough value that opens up uh, once lineups are out. Uh, it's not a route that I will be going tonight. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not going to knock you if you want to play Justin Verlander or Chris Sale in pretty much any matchup, especially against the Rays and the Twins. Uh, not very intimidating. Uh, I just, I, I'm prioritizing hitting a little too much because of such a strong rating on the Rockies and the Yankees and then, of course, the Angels that we talked about. Uh, so I'm not going to be paying up for Verlander or Sale tonight. Okay, Jacob, what do you think um, about pitching? What do you, you know, what is your approach tonight? Yeah, I, don't, I think I'm with Mike. I don't think I'm going to have a ton of exposure to either of the topping guys. Um, if I do have to choose one, it's going to be Sale because I, I think Verlander will be a little bit more highly owned just because of the Vegas line set there, um, and people tend to not want to want to chase. Uh, Road pitchers, um, so if they're paying all the way up, I think they'll go with Verlander. And I like Sales' matchup a little bit more. Uh, Minnesota has the eighth-highest strikeout rate in the league against lefties, and I, I think he has some definitely some tournament upside here. But um, I'm probably paying down. Um, somebody will get – I'll just go ahead and talk about yeah. him. Is Derek Rodriguez yeah. for San Francisco. Um, I think Mike and I were both all over uh, Suarez yesterday, and we're going back to the well there. It's just such – I mean, it's – we talk about this being about the, the perfect spot for, like, Colorado against Vargas, like – Pitching against Miami in San Francisco, like, it doesn't get better than that. Um, and Rodriguez actually had pretty good strikeout numbers in the minor leagues. Hasn't shown much of that in the majors so far, but he does have an 11.2 swing and strike rate. So I think that uh, we could see his strikeout rate uh, climb in the majors. And so, yeah, I, he's under 7K on both sides. I, I'm really, really focusing in on Rodriguez in, uh, in both cash and tournaments tonight. Yep, I made those lineups and I had Rodriguez in there. So I'm going to go ahead and make a show lineup and I'll put Rodriguez in as one of our DraftKings pitchers and we'll come back to FanDuel. Mike, um, are you, are you getting Derek Rodriguez in your lineups tonight? 
I am. Yeah, I look, I like him on FanDuel too in the cash game. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, very similar to Suarez last night. You know, you're looking at minus 170 essentially. Uh, it's going to give you a very high implied win probability for, you know, a pitcher that you're paying $6,300 for. Uh, you know, that's, you're not going to beat that value on this slate. Um, so that, that's definitely where I will be heading. Um, it'll probably be pretty chalky, but that's fine. I have no issue. I honestly, I would prefer if he was the chalk. Uh, it's going to kill me less in the scenario when he gives up five runs. Right. <laughs> um, so I honestly have no issue with a cheap pitcher being chalked tonight on the slate. He's not that much less expensive than Domingo Herman. Mike, who do you prefer at their prices, Herman or Rodriguez? Um, honestly, I would probably wait and build the lineup and see kind of where you're at after you get the guys that you really want to prioritize in terms of bats. Um, as far as DraftKings goes, that's the starting pitching combination that I will be using is Domingo Herman and Derek Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on FanDuel, I think that I would just wait and see kind of what I have left when, uh, I'm getting down to that utility spot or one of the middle infield spots if I'm, you know, not paying up for say Trevor Story or something. Uh, so that, that's how I would handle that tonight. So Jacob, you're yep. gonna also gonna have some Derek Rodriguez and Domingo Ramon. Can we make that the uh, the pitching duo for the show? Yeah, I love that. I don't know if I'm going if I'm ready to lock them in together in cash lineups, but I do like Herman a lot. I'm gonna have a lot of exposure to him in tournaments. I'm curious whether or not uh, Rodriguez's presence on this slate will cause Herman's ownership to be a little bit lower. Um, but I he, I know he is somebody that's been popular lately because he's been on. Some of these small slates where everybody's loading up on him, so I, I don't know if he's going to go overlooked or not, but I'm I'm very excited to use him. Okay, and I you know I went with Clevenger and uh, and Rodriguez, and I still was able to get uh, Nimmo, Desmond, and Conforto in my lineups. But mm-hmm. I, I like Clevenger because I just look at what he's done in two starts against the White Sox on DraftKings and and his fantasy points: thirty six point two just last week against the White Sox. And 27.4 on May 29th. Is that a guy that you guys project highly, Mike Clevenger, tonight? Yeah, look, I, I like Mike Clevenger. Um, you know, it's not a name that I'm typically used to paying that kind of price tag for. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's certainly, which is certainly going to eat into his ownership because I do believe the general public kind of feels the same way. Um, but yeah, I think he's worth a shot. I'm not paying up for him in cash games, um, in tournaments. I'm certainly, I do have some interest there. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's just a situation where I'm probably, I mean, I'm more likely to play Clevenger than I am, say, Justin Verlander tonight, just because of the price point. Yeah, I uh, I think you're right, Mike. I think he'll be a little bit under owned because of that price tag. Um, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna target somebody in the mid range in tournaments, I think I'd rather just pay like two thousand less for Vince Velasquez. I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts on him. Maybe that's just being points chasey with the uh, with the Nick Pavetta game against St. Louis yesterday. But I think Velasquez has similar type of upside uh, to Clevenger. I think he actually may be as good of a pitcher as Clevenger. Um, the spot's not quite as good, but it definitely is a spot that he could he could pile up some Ks. What do you think about Vince today? Yeah, and so I'm, you know, in general, I'm very interested in Vince Velasquez. Uh, I don't know that I love the matchup against St. Louis. Uh, it is a little nice, positive part shift for the Cardinals there. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if this was, say, a seven or eight game slate, I'm a mm-hmm. lot more interested. Uh, with 15 <laughs> games, I'm probably, like, in my opinion, I, I would rather just drop down to Domingo Herman and save the money again. Just kind of like you're dropping from Clevenger to Velasquez. Yeah, I, that's fair. That's just kind of where I'm at on this slate. Again, only due to the number of games on the slate. Overall, I do believe in the talent in Vince Velasquez. Just not sure if this is the right situation to kind of deploy that in DFS. 
Yeah, okay. I uh, he made me a lot of money last year. I'm, I'm kind of in love with Vince Velasquez. <laughs> I always found myself chasing him, but I do think he's going to come a low ownership. He has a 32% strikeout rate over his past seven starts, so tournament only. But that's I do like him there. Yeah, no, I mean I, he's definitely a guy that that stood out to me. I just um, yeah, no, I guess I could, yeah, okay, all right. So Velasquez we like, Derek Rodriguez we like, Domingo Roman we like, uh, Jacob. Are there any other pitchers you want to mention that people can throw in their lineups that feel good about? Uh, I mean, there's a ton of intriguing guys if you want to take stabs. I mean, there's a crazy amount of guys that are going to be under 8K that have big strikeout upside, like a Freddie Peralta or a Rodon or somebody like that. Um, I don't love the matchup for Peralta at all, um, but, I mean, he has a 45% strikeout rate, which obviously isn't going to stick, but he does have really good stuff. Um, so just tournament only for some of those guys. But, yeah, I think we've we've pretty much covered all the guys I'm looking at. Okay, good stuff. So let's talk, uh, let's talk catcher. Let's start there. Mike, what's it going to be a catcher tonight? Uh, Gary Sanchez or bust. No, it doesn't have to be <laughs> or bust on a 15 game slate, but, uh, Gary Sanchez is certainly the guy that I'm most interested in. Uh, I do like him against left handed pitching here. And yeah, I've already, I've already told you that there. Um, if, you know, if Tom Murphy somehow sneaks his way into the Rockies lineup, I do mm-hmm. like him. Uh, 3,700. I think it'll become a very interesting decision at that point with Gary Sanchez only being $300 more. Uh, you know, look, Yankee Stadium is not Coors Field, but it's not terribly far <laughs> off in, in this kind of a matchup. Uh, so I'm, that's going to be the real, real decision for me tonight is going to be Gary Sanchez versus whatever happens with the Colorado situation. Well, why did, is anybody paying attention to Mike Zanino? He's pretty inexpensive. 3200 on DraftKings. Does anybody want him at the Yankees? I mean, look, I'm playing Dem- uh, Domingo Herman. Yeah, that's I'm why Herman, yeah. So I'm not gonna. You okay. Know, in a 15 game slate, there's no way I'm gonna have a hitter against my pitcher. Okay. Um, so that kind of removes him from consideration real quickly for me. Um, you know, I, I totally get it. I mean, look, it's a huge park trip for the Mariners. Uh, Zanino has pop and can get it out of any park. So I, I certainly agree with the upside and, and the thought process there. It's just where I'm going with pitching. I that's not an option for me. Jacob, let's look at first base. What you're thinking at first base? Yeah, um, one of them, and he's also catcher eligible on both DraftKings and FanDuel. I was going to throw his name out there. Was John Hicks? Sure. Um, if he's if he's hitting in the top like five again for that Detroit stack, I like him a lot. A lot more on FanDuel though. Um, other first base options, I definitely <clears throat> definitely like some of the Dodgers guys. Depending on who's in there, um, I'm, I'm interested in that one a little bit against Montgomery. I don't think he's great. I think that'll be under-owned. And then we hit on some of the guys for Los Angeles. I like Pujols. Um, and then I like Fernandez. He's eligible at second base on, on FanDuel, weirdly enough, um, but I like him as well. Um, but honestly, it's a position I'm probably trying to get some savings at today just because we're paying so much for some of these middle infielders and some of these outfielders. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's kind of a shame because uh, Goldschmidt's been hitting so well, and Freeman has, in a very small sample size, I didn't give any DFS, but Freeman has been great against Jaime Garcia, and Freeman's just great to begin with. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you could play Desmond at first base on DraftKings. You can play Desmond at outfield also on DraftKings. And Desmond is outfield only on FanDuel? Is that right? I'm, or yeah. first base? Uh, oh, he's first base only on FanDuel. I apologize. So you can go with Ian Desmond there. Not a bad idea. He's been really, really good against lefties. How much Ian Desmond mm-hmm. are you guys going to have in your lineups? Jacob, I'll start with you. 
Yeah, that was my bad. I do like Desmond a lot today. Um, and the few DraftKings lineups I've made, I've had him in the outfield. But, yeah, he's he's a great first base option for sure. All right. Uh, second base, Mike, where are we looking? So second base, it's going to be, you know, at the top of any projection model is going to be DJ LeMayhew. Uh, he's going to be leading off tonight for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, once again, far and away, number one team total on the slate. So DJ LeMayhew, definitely the guy that you're going to look at at the top. After that, I do kind of like Ozzy Albies a little bit if you want to be contrarian and pay about the same kind of a price point. Uh, I do like him against Jaime Garcia. Um, other than that, though, it's for me, I'm pretty clearly going to be trying to play DJ LeMahieu wherever I can. Uh, just far and away the number one, even in terms of value, even at that price point, he's far and away number one in my projection model. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Uh, third base. Let's go to Jacob. Yeah, so, I mean, the obvious one's going to be Nolan Arenado. Everybody's going to be trying to fit him in. Um, I think you already already hit on a pretty good pivot there um, when Anthony Rendon, who's going to save you some salary as well. Um, there's there's a, a few other guys you can you can go with, um, just depending on the price points. Like I said, I like the guys in Detroit more on FanDuel. I don't know if I would go there on DraftKings. But um, for the most part, I'm going to be locking in, in uh, Arenado. Okay, uh, yeah. So who? All right. So Arenado is going to be in your lineup. Mike, are you going to have Arenado as well? I'm just trying to figure out how much. Yeah, I, field. I honestly like. I'll, I'll probably play ten lineups on each side tonight, and every single one of them will have Arenado. Uh, <laughs> the question will be, will I use the third baseman in the utility spot or with some of the flexibility? And the answer is yes. Uh, one that we haven't mentioned yet that I do like a lot is going to be Luis Valbuena uh, for the Los okay. Angeles Angels. I, I want to. Get some exposure to the Angels. Depending on where he's hitting in the lineup, Valbuena's dirt cheap, 2500 on FanDuel. Um, he's someone that I will probably end up with some exposure to, especially if I'm going to play Jose Fernandez and try and get a middle-of-the-order Angel stack in there. Just Rendon is just so appealing to me. <laughs> uh, um, now, Hess already faced the Nationals once and actually had a very good game. Rendon did double off of him, but... Uh, all right, if you need to get Arenado in there, then you need to get Arenado in there. I haven't, uh, uh let me start focusing more on this show lineup. So Arenado, so are, are we combining Arenado and LeMayhew? Can we do that? I mean, almost all of my lineups initially, but again, I've already made a very strong stance on where I'm going with pitching. Yeah, uh, right. Domingo Herman is essentially my most expensive pitcher I will use tonight. So right. I am very, very confident in where I'm going with the pitching. So, yes, I will have LeMahieu, Arenado, and Story in pretty much every single lineup tonight. Wow. Yeah, Arenado and, and Story are my top two that I'm, I'm prioritizing getting in. LeMahieu's close third. I, it's just – I think you start there. <laughs> All right, so let's skip over – Jason Vargas going to throw in a hitter tonight, by the way. Let's skip over <laughs> shortstop because we know we're going with uh, with Trevor Story. And let's go to the outfield. And, Jacob, I'll let you lead off some outfielders that you like. Yeah, so the outfield is uh is interesting because you can be a little bit more flexible because um I don't know I don't know what Blackman's ownership's gonna be like. I don't know if I'll have a ton of him. Um definitely we'll have some in tournaments, but with all the money I'm I'm allocating on other Colorado bats, I won't have as much of him. Um does we already ma- talked does about it matter Mike that Trout. he's a, that he's facing a lefty to you? What's that? Does it matter that uh Blackman's facing a lefty? I mean, like, it doesn't matter. He's still appealing, but he's not as quite as appealing as, as some of these righties that just absolutely crush lefties. I mean, like, Trevor Story has a 50% hard hit, hit rate against lefties. and I, So he, it's just not as much of a priority to get him in, especially with such a deep outfield position for me. Gotcha. 
But yeah, okay. um, love, love the Angels outfielders. I like Trout. I like Upton a lot. Um, Texas is a, uh, not necessarily a complete stack, but maybe a mini stack that I like. We haven't talked about much. Um, really like Mazzara. Really like, uh, Chu. He's getting a little bit pricey. And then Gallo, if he's sitting in the top five or six, I think is intriguing as well. So some guys there. Um, and there's a lot of other one-off spots. I like Brandon Nemo a lot. Um, for the Mets, he's just been absolutely crushing lately. And obviously a good spot. Here in Coors, what is, is he still too cheap on FanDuel? I know he's getting up there on DraftKings. Um, 4K on FanDuel. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with him in either format, but yeah, there's a lot of, lot of outfielders to like today. Yeah. I, I look at a group on DraftKings and I feel like if you don't have one of these four outfielders, you're, you're, you're insane. And they would be Castellanos, Ian Desmond, Conforto, and Justin Upton. And they're all 4,500. Castellanos, yeah. Desmond, Conforto, and Upton. Who would be your two favorite in that group? And, and or could you could that be your entire outfield? I mean, could you go with three of those guys? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It, it's so deep. We didn't even talk about guys like Castellanos or, or Soto. We mentioned earlier, but really didn't mention them right. there. Like, there's just a ton of love. I really do like him a lot. It's as far as like ranking those guys, it's probably just going to depend on the stack. Like, I'm not going to have a lot of just one offs with those. So Cassianos would be with the Detroit stacks and, and Soda with Washington stacks, obviously. But okay. um he is probably near the top, Cassianos that is, of that list, and then probably Upton. Yeah, I forgot Soto is the same price as well on DraftKings at forty five hundred. Yeah. Mike, you want to jump in there and tell me what you're thinking for outfield? Yeah, so for the outfield, look, I I like the New York Mets with uh with Nemo Conforto. Um I've already told you I like Justin Upton. Uh, probably will have him more in Angel stacks than standalone, but uh, yeah. I, I do think that he's still worth a look. Uh, you know, looking at the Yankees, I like Aaron Hicks a little bit. I think that he will certainly go under own, but I do love mm-hmm. him against left-handed pitching. And then, you know, Jacob said it with the uh, the Texas Rangers with Mazzara, Chu, uh, Gallo, who you can play in the outfield there. Um, look, I, I want some exposure to the Texas Rangers against Jason Hamill. It's still going to be 90 plus degrees with a little wind in Kansas City tonight. Um, so it's, you know, very, very strong hitting environment for them in Kansas City. Um, as far as value plays go though, which we might need, you know, the way I want to build and figure out here, we're going to need at least one cheap value play, uh, even on DraftKings. So that's going to have to, you know, that's going to come later this afternoon when the lineups come out and you'll be able to get that over on Sportsline when it, you know, when everything does come out there. But and, until then, it's really difficult just because of the sheer number of games we have. Because if we get a guy that's, say, 2,500 hitting in the top three, it's almost going to, for me, almost going to become an auto play if it's going to allow me to grab one other guy that I really want to pair with my Colorado core here. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. We do need some value. Right now we have Derek Rodriguez, Domingo Armand. Should I put Gary Sanchez in a catcher? Yes. <laughs> Alright, and we've got LeMahieu, Arenado, Story, and then I, I went with Desmond and Justin Upton. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to change that at all, but they're not that expensive. They're 4,500. They're in that group. Mm-hmm. And I've got 30, 3,450 per player for a first baseman and an outfielder. So, you know, do we have to wait until the lineups come out? The, the, the first baseman that I had as sort of a cheaper option was Greg Bird at 3,900. I like him at home, you know, a lot, especially against a righty. Gonzalez is a righty, right? Um, he would be a lefty. He's a lefty? Okay, my bad. Yep. So, so then I don't know that I want Greg Bird, actually. So that's good to know. 
I think at first, if you're looking for value, uh, a couple guys you already mentioned for the Angels, uh, you can go with Valbuena or Fernandez, 2,900, 2,800 respectively. Yep. If you want to fill that first base spot pretty easily and then leave us, I don't remember what you said, close to 4K. No, that's perfect. Yeah, we'll go with Jose Fernandez, and that leaves us $4,100 for our final outfielder. (laughs) So in that range, we're looking at No Mar Mazzara. No Mar Mazzara? Yeah, I love that. That's the guy. Okay. All right, so our DraftKings lineup is then Rodriguez and Herman at pitcher, Gary Sanchez, Jose Fernandez, DJ LeMahieu, Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, Ian Desmond, Justin Upton, and Nomar Mazzara. And you have a lot of flexibility at outfield. If you don't like Desmond or Upton, you can replace them with Soto or Castellanos or Conforto. Uh, they're all the same price, so you've got some flexibility there. Let's go over to FanDuel. So is Derek Rodriguez going to be our FanDuel pitcher? Or do we I want- think so. Are you, like, strongly leaning towards him on, Mike? Uh, no, I mean, look, at this point, if, if we're going to play, say, LeMayhew, Arenado, and Story, I, I think yeah. we're going to need as much salary savings as we could possibly find. Uh, and, you know, I, I do like the, the pitching environment for Derek Rodriguez is certainly much better. Uh, very similar implied win probability. Uh, so, you know, obviously I think we have a little more of a sample size with Herman, but, uh, I, I will take the matchup in the, uh, you know, the pitching environment over all of that. So let's go with Derek Rodriguez. And on FanDuel, we cannot play, uh, Fernandez at first base as, yeah, you'd have to Jacob play him the utility because he's second baseman. So should we go with Valbuena at first base or should we spend more at first base? Um, yeah, you could go with one of the, Detroit guys, they're right around minimum price. If you like Hicks or somebody like that, um, Valbuena definitely is in consideration. Yeah, Valbuena's third base only on FanDuel, so we're gonna have to, we have to make the decision. It's either Fernandez or Valbuena. I would say let's just roll with Fernandez because he's cheaper at this point. Yeah. So yeah, let's lock Jose Fernandez in at utility. At utility. I'll tell you a first baseman that actually you might end up liking. If, if Greg Bird sits, I think Neil Walker would play first base and he'll be 2200 bucks. So yes, Neil Walker money. is the guy that's on the radar. Uh, you know, is or has been a switch hitter in his career. Um, he he should get the start tonight. He will be in there. Uh, the lineup spot hitting seventh or eighth as the home team is certainly not ideal in terms of projecting and trying to maximize plate appearances. But at the price point, it is tough to beat it, and it does give you some exposure to that Yankees offense. Uh, so I do like Neil Walker if we're in a spot where it allows us to maybe pay up for one of the other guys that we really want in the outfield here. Well, we've got Rodriguez, we've got Neil Walker at first, Jose Fernandez at utility, and then we've got the Rockies infield of Mamehu, Arenado, and Story. So, Jacob, where should we look at outfield now on FanDuel? We can average 3500 for our three outfielders. Yeah, um, I've been playing the Detroit outfielders because they're super cheap, but I don't know if we necessarily need to do that here given the uh, given the lineup construction so far. Um, Justin Upton, somebody that we hit on in the last one, he's only thirty seven hundred. I like him a lot there. Um, if we go with Castellanos at thirty two hundred, do you like Conforto at thirty five hundred? Yeah, I love Conforto at 3,500. Yeah. I think it's a good spot to use him on FanDuel here. That gives us 3,900 for our final outfielder, which could be Lorenzo Cain, Hanager, Teoscar Hernandez, Eaton, Soto, Upton, and on down. If we're going Castellanos, what do you think about uh, switching your walker out for Hicks just to get like a little bit more correlation there? It's only a $300 price increase. 
Yes, no, I, I agree with that for sure. Uh, if we're going to do that and not have any other New York Yankees in the lineup, I don't think it makes a ton of sense to play Neil Walker as a standalone if we can kind of get some Tigers stack going on there. All right, then that would probably leave us with well, that, thirty-six. That leaves us with thirty-six hundred, which gives us no, no more Mazzaro. We just missed him. David Peralta, Shinsu Chu, Marquecas, Aaron Hicks, Polanco, Marte, Starling Marte, um, Odubel, Schwarber, yeah, and on down. I would probably go with uh, Martin for Detroit here, but I think you could go with Chu as well. What are you thinking, Mike? Yeah, I would go with Leonis Martin or uh, <laughs> Chu would be the first choices. And then, you know, after that, Aaron Hicks is still right in the mix there. I know I just said I didn't want to play <laughs> Walker as a standalone Yankee. Hicks is a little different story because he's hitting at the top of the lineup. Okay. Well, take your pick, everybody. I will go with, um, <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll just take Aaron Hicks. Why not? And, uh, no, I will take Shinsu Chu. Shinsu Chu gets on base every <laughs> single day. So let's go with Shinsu Chu against, um, Jason Hamill. Alrighty, that gives us Rodriguez, John Hicks, LeMahieu, Arenado, Story, Castellanos, Conforto, Chu, and Jose Fernandez. We like it? I like that a lot, yeah. Like it. Sweet! Jacob, thank you. Great debut. We'll hear from you uh, later on in the week. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me on. Jacob Gibbs will actually be back with us tomorrow, so looking forward to that. That's Mike McClure and Jacob Gibbs. I am Adam Azer. Thanks for listening to the Sportsline DFS Podcast. <laughs>